Welcome to Upbringing, where Hannah and Kelty, twins, mothers, and works in progress. Upbringing is a movement that empowers parents to grow up alongside their kids for sanity and social change. Through this podcast, speaking and coaching, we focus on our personal work as parents, the awareness, intention, and approach needed to raise amazing humans while we also get some shit done. Join us to radically redefine kids' resistance as an opportunity to nurture skills and values like consent, nonviolent communication, emotional intelligence, body positivity, and respect. We attempt this by practicing powers beyond control, evidence-based tools that protect our kids' personal freedoms, support their skill building, and better align with how we roll as people. To us, this is the practice of parenting, when we can choose trust over fear, connection over control, and progress over perfection. We're not just raising our kids, we're raising ourselves. Let's show up and grow up. We're upbringing. We're here live for our weekly Q&A, and we're also going to be spotlighting a beloved community member named Amy. So this is a fun, a fun episode that we're doing for on the podcast and here live on Instagram. Trying to pin our little thing here. Welcome, everybody. Not really working. Um, so before we bring Amy on here, um, we wanted to introduce her. She has been, uh, I would say she's the, uh, an original upbringing community member. Mm-hmm. She has been foundational in building the culture, the relationships um, mm-hmm. here at Upbringing, the community vibe, mm-hmm. um, both on Instagram and in our small group coaching, which she did multiple times uh, alongside mm-hmm. us and other parents. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Amy's vulnerability and perspective, sense of humor, and the experiences she shares and the growth that she's been sharing mm-hmm. on her own account now in podcast about her sensitive and strong-willed son has been just really, really inspiring. Mm-hmm. The dedication she's shown to her own personal growth, her family's growth, and in supporting everybody else here at Upbringing. So we yeah. wanted to bring her on today. She's just a gift. She's just the best. You know. So we wanted to bring her on today to share her story a little bit um, with her, her story about mm-hmm. her son, her story in finding Upbringing and mm-hmm. um, engaging in the community. For those of you especially who've been following us here on Instagram or listening on the podcast mm-hmm. and are thinking about taking that next step and joining our collective, our community that launched this week. So yeah. we wanted to explore that a little bit with I her. I think we're going to talk with Amy for about 15 minutes yeah. and then we will be here to answer any questions that you're going through with your sensitive and strong-willed kids. We're here to talk about the Upbringing Collective. Um, doors are open right now this week at a certain fixed founders rate. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be here for about an hour after we talk to Amy for the next 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So does she have to ask to be, to join or to do our... That'd be good. Could you do that, Amy, real quick? Otherwise, I think... Is that the button we press? <laughs> I don't know. We don't bring people on that often. This is, a, yeah. this is a super special occasion. So hopefully Amy will ask to join and we'll see her here. There we go. Okay, pressing view request. Hmm, we hit that button right there. There you go. Okay, here she comes. Should work here. Did we do Hi, it? Amy. We did it! We did it. <laughs> hey, oh my god, like listening to you guys, I'm like, I'm a gift. Like, you're a gift. What the hell? That was, that was so nice. Hey everyone. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. It's so good to see you. We've missed you. 
I know. Likewise. I, that's why, like, when you launched the network, I was, like, all in. I'm like, yes, finally, it's here. I just needed something to get me through, you know? Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, we saw your name pop up on the um, joint members. members joint. We were like, oh, my God, Amy's in. <laughs> okay. Phew. Of course. I wouldn't miss it. Are you kidding? I'm, like... At this point, I feel like, you know, VIP member of like, that's why I'm so excited to talk to people. And I know before I signed up for the um, the coaching groups, it was like, you know, should I do this? Like, is this for me? What is this about? And then after the first one, I was like, oh, this is for me. Like, this is made for me. This is made for me and my son. And I just couldn't sing your praises enough. So super Thanks, happy. Mommy. Well, so what led you, maybe we can, you can share with folks, like what led you to join the small group coaching that we had to be yeah. around upbringing in the community? Mm -hmm. Like, tell us your story a little bit. I know we don't have a lot of time, but no, that's okay. And you know, I get chatty. So just, just feel free to just <laughs> throw me a line and like reel me, reel me back in. Um, so I would say this, so my son has turned five. I think I started kind of like, um, like dabbling on like your account probably when he was like two ish um in hindsight i think i had been in kind of like a tunnel of postpartum anxiety um that i don't even think i realized that's what it was um and as he got older and i i mean when i say like started to catch my breath a little bit i say that like very very loosely because i like still am like what what am i doing um but yeah he he was always just i mean truly sent I mean not even since birth when he was in utero I mean the kid was just different just intense very intense um I mean we'd run out of time at ultrasound appointments he would just be kicking me and rolling and and freaking out and and everyone said oh the kicks are so nice I'm like these hurt everything hurts this is terrible <laughs> um and then we just had kind of a crazy whirlwind catapulted into motherhood traumatic birth story, postpartum anxiety. Um, and it's funny because in finding my own voice, you know, in my own journey in motherhood, I realized there was a lot that I was bringing to the table that I don't think I, I mean, I, I had done therapy in my life before, had some decent, decent traumas in my past, but like there were certain things that as a mother, I hadn't really dealt with. And so all of a sudden I'm, I'm parenting the strong-willed child who is so different from everybody that was in my circle. I was raised a totally different way that just didn't align with how I felt as a human. And I'm, and I'm really intuitive and sensitive myself. And so I was like, something just feels gross about this. This just doesn't feel right for us. And, and it didn't work. I mean, frankly, it just didn't work. Like he was just like, will not go quietly. He's like the brightest bolt of lightning energizer bunny you've ever met. And for those listening, if you're familiar with sensory processing disorder, he has a diagnosis of that and he's sensory seeking, which means that like the more, the better. He, essentially, he's like a calendar, like it never fills up. It just keeps, the energy just keeps, you know, everyone's like, oh, he ran in circles for an hour. He'll go to sleep tonight. I'm like, no, he won't. Absolutely. <laughs> and people are just like, they look at me like, oh, like you must be confused. Like you're doing something wrong. And I'm like, no, my kid's just different. And I'm drowning. I'm drowning here. Um, and I realized what, what a good masker I am. I say good, like kind of sarcastically, because that's not a fun spot to be in, but just feeling very isolated. And like, you know, why can't my kid take a bath without screaming? Why can't he ride in the car seat without, you know, screaming till he's purple? I mean, why, you know, why no toys work, 
there's no amount of bouncing that works. He's screaming all the time. He's colicky. He's reflexy. He only contact naps. We have to rock him to sleep, but not this way, only this way. And don't hold him on that side, only this <laughs> side. It's just like, oh my God. And, you know, I grew up babysitting and nannying and teaching dancing young as two years old. And I felt like I was ready. I was like, oh, I can do kids. I'm great with kids. I love kids. And I'm like, but not this one. This one is broken. I am broken. What is happening? And, um, so around that time, I was home a lot because I quit my job with the pandemic, and um, I probably was doing another contact nap. I was nap trapped for three years, um, <laughs> and I wasn't willing to not have him take a nap because when you have a kid with that amount of energy, you're like, everyone needs a break. Um, so I would just rock him, and that was against the norm, and people would say, oh, just put him down, and I'm like, yeah, okay, no. Um and so I was probably scrolling my phone and found you guys. And at that time, there was a lot going on with pandemic and, and social unrest with, you know, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and all that stuff at the same time. And I, and I just was feeling some type of way, depressed, anxious, you know, just in total turmoil mentally. And not only did your, your stories, I think specifically Kelty, I remember reading about your stuff with your children when they were young and, oh my God, this is my story. And then to see how parenting is activism and to see how you can make a change you know in the world by starting in your home when I couldn't get out to rallies and I couldn't do that stuff um it felt really good it felt like wow okay this this is bigger than just whether or not my kid will take a nap you know this is bigger than that this is about respect and autonomy which my son fiercely demands and um yeah, it just it just all felt good. And I didn't get it. And it was hard because I am raised by authoritarian behaviorist type parents um, who were doing the best that they could. Um, but it didn't feel right to me. So when I found yours, it was like, wait, maybe I could let this go. Maybe I could let some of this go. And it, and it changed the way I was like, judging myself and judging my kid. And it felt like community that like, maybe no one next door gets it. But these people get it and I'm not crazy, you know, I'm a little crazy, but not that <laughs> So that's just the right amount, just the perfect amount to make me super talkative. Um, but yeah, I think that is, that's kind of my, you know, I guess the story that led me to you and, and it just kind of felt right. And I just started kind of diving in because it felt like mm -hmm. a lifeline, you know? Thank you for sharing mm -hmm. that. Oh, that. That's so meaningful to hear. And I think, we were going through the same thing and I know so many other folks were going through that as well. And that's like how communities built where we're all going through similar things, different things at different times mm -hmm. and we're all in it together. And I feel like that's when we started seeing you on our lives and getting to know you here, mm -hmm. but we weren't able to actually like talk to you. And right. so it wasn't until you joined our small group coaching with eight other families that we finally were like, Oh, that's Amy. There's oh, Amy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and started to get to know each other. And then yeah. you signed up for the next small group coaching the following month. And so, that's something that was so cool. And I like, I'm curious to hear your experience and, and why you were like, so proudly like, yeah, I'm here again, doing this work. Yeah, I remember you during intros, people are like, so I'm here because I have some challenges. And I feel a lot of shame about them about what my kids going through. And, and that's me. And then you would come up for your kind of intro and you'd be like, I'm Amy, this is my third time. I'm so happy <laughs> to be here. And you could just see this effect on these other parents faces being like, Oh, she's like proud to be here. Mm. Oh, she's coming back for more because she wants more because mm. she, this is working for her and for her family. It was so cool. Thank you. Yeah. I, 
the first time I joined, it was like, you know, it was scary because as much as I am extroverted seeming, I'm actually very introverted. I just people well. And so for me, it was like, oh my God, I'm getting on Zoom and like, this is weird and I don't know. And, um, but then I think what weighs out, at least for me, was like, what's the other option? I mean, like, I, I go to your lives every week and every, and it was always like kind of accidental. It was like perfect. I'd like barely get him down for sleep and I would come and thank God for the three hour time difference. I'm on, on um, Eastern time. Cause like by the time you were talking, it was like 11 o'clock at night and I probably just got him down for bed. Cause that's a whole marathon. And then I would be like, Oh my God, I hate everything. And then I'm like, Oh my God, they're here. And it, just, it was like, you know, and even my husband, he would laugh. I'd come downstairs or something if it was my turn for bed and, he would just be like, oh, are, you, are your girls on again? Are you just going to do that then? Okay. And, like, it was just funny. Like, he knew. I'm like, I'm, I'm busy for now. Um, and then when I would get off, get off that live, even if I didn't talk or write in a question, I just felt like, okay, all right, I can do this. And, like, the next day it felt like a, um, it felt like charging. It felt like plugging your phone into a charger. It felt like, um, wow, I was so depleted. And then all of a sudden – I mean, I'm not saying my phone's not going to run out of battery tomorrow, but tomorrow morning I can start with a fresh one. So that felt good. Um, so I guess when I started the, the group coaching, I, you know, it felt like a concentrated dose of the live sessions. So if anyone's listening to lives or catches these and you just feel like it just feels like, oh, thank God, like a breath of fresh air. Like I cannot recommend, I mean, one-on-one -on -one coaching, the small groups, the network that you, you just started. I mean, all of it, it's just, it's like a concentrated dose. So it really feels not only like um, you're getting kind of cocktailed right to your situation, but then you're like, I learned so much from just hearing everyone else's. I mean, I remember specifically there was a story that like really touched me with, with someone that like, I mean, it brought me to tears and like, I don't cry easily at all. And, um, it just like hit on something that I would have never brought up. And then that made me reflect on something else in my parenting. So the community aspect of being one-on-one -on -one, and everyone seems to share a little bit more, be a little bit more, more vulnerable. It's got that lighthearted aspect. You guys always just feel, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just me finding community with you, but like you are just so approachable and you're so down to earth and, it's comfortable. It doesn't feel like you're being like scolded or you're being like, it's very relatable. I mean, I drop way too many F-bombs, which is fine. Everyone's <laughs> cool with it. You know, like it just feels like you're talking to an old friend and you can just really vent it out. And everyone's like, yeah, me too. No one's like, oh, you didn't brush his hair. That's weird. You're like, no, actually, this is just how we roll. So um, that felt great. And then, yeah, I think the confidence to come back was just seeing the proof, feeling how I felt every week. It was like, I couldn't wait for Thursday nights. I just was like, you know, I would carve out that time. It, you know, it's kind of like if you have something you do, like if people do yoga or if they go to therapy or whatever you do that you're like, this is the thing that I make time for because it fills my cup. And that's what it started doing for me. And then when the month was over, I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? I can't talk to you next week. This is terrible. And it wasn't like that. Of course, I knew I could reach out. But um so the next time I was like, I felt kind of weird at first. I was like, should I just do it? And thank God for my husband who's like my anchor because he's just like, yeah, screw it. Sign up. You like it. You know, there's room. Go for it. And I'm kind of like, okay. So I, I did it again. And yeah, it, it felt less and less like um, I'm failing and I need someone to like pull me out. And it felt more like finding your peers and finding like 
scaffolding where you need it, but not that like, because I'm worse, it just felt like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like just finding like, uh, like someone that's floating with you in the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. And getting on just more even footing too. like yes. noticing the first group you were in of ours and then progressive months, like your shares were different. <laughs> your oh, yeah. experiences were different. Like it was like, you were like, you were lifting yourself and the community mm. was lifting you in a really cool way. Like we can't take credit for that, Amy. Seriously. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's funny you say that though. Cause I remember that. Like I remember the first group talking about whatever was the most important in that moment. And like anybody who's on the parenting journey knows what is a big deal, especially with these children. What's a big deal today is not the same big deal tomorrow. And so you would be like, cool, nailed it. Totally at peace with not brushing your bedhead. Got it. <laughs> great and then the next you know week he's, he's doing something else and you're like wait did not receive any information on that thing and now I'm going like oh, I didn't know I was bothered by that but apparently I am so like you're constantly changing they're changing and now my son's in school that's like a whole nother thing and um so yeah I think that there's always value you never find like oh yeah I did that one time and nothing ever came up ever again it's not like you just yeah you know, completely healed that wound. There's always going to be something else where you're like, Ooh, that, or that feels kind of strange. Haven't come up with, come up to this yet. You know, what is this about? And as your kids grow, the problems grow and they, and they're different. So, um, yeah. Something you mentioned to us once was that it's like, when you think about what you're putting in your cup, your capacity cup or something like that is what's going to spill out when it, you get overwhelmed or, or, or bumped or whatever it is. Yep. Can you tell us about that analogy? It was such a great oh, yeah. way to think about this. Sure. Yeah. So I think of it often. So like when I, you know, it goes back to kind of like me saying my battery was depleted. Obviously I'm very visual. So sorry from all my analogies, <laughs> but um, so for me, like I always picture, you know, like, yeah, like a, a cup, like a, a teacup or something, you know, on a saucer. And if you're so depleted that there's nothing in your cup, when when you get bumped when something gets bumped you don't have anything to spill out whereas if you're filling it with that reinforcement like that scaffolding the 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 mantras that you share and things that are just if it's always at the forefront of your mind and that's what's to the top of the brim of your your mug then when your child comes along and trips you <laughs> figuratively and maybe literally um then whatever spills out is what they're getting and so, or those around you are getting your partner. I mean, so much of this stuff is not just about your kid. I mean, it's about how you talk to anybody and, and your effect on society and things like that. So for me, I apply it all across the board in my life. But um, yeah, whatever is on the forefront of your mind and whatever is filling your cup and whatever you're, you're taking in, where your headspace is, the literature you're reading, the things you're watching, that's the stuff that when you are instigated, that's what's on the forefront of your mind and that's what's going to come out. So if you're just feeling so depleted and so negative and then your kid does something that, that hits that wound for you, the negativity is going to spill out, you know, and we're all human. That's going to happen, of course. But the more you can surround yourself and like marinate in some of the ideals that you, you know, you want to be all the time, the easier you can access it when you need it is mm -hmm. how I, is what I think, you know, mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you so yeah. much, Amy. Yeah, no, of course. Ending, we need to leave uh, in a couple of min minutes here. Oh, but that's good. No, it was so great. Um, I love that idea, though, of thinking of like our work as parents is not in this like quick fix. Oh, I just need it's like we're taking a class. Oh, check. I'm never going to read that book again or never going to use this material anymore. 
like when it comes to parenting, it's like anything. It's like go, doing yoga practice or um, being, you know, sober, clean and sober. It's yeah. any type of practice where you're saying, I have to invest in this and practice it consistently to make change in my life, in myself, in my relationships with other people. It's not a one and done deal, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because so much comes up about, you know, we talk about sensitive and, and strong-willed kids, and it's like the nervous system is is always kind of the topic of the conversation. And having a child that's a sensory kid, that it's like so interesting now. Like even when children, or you know, I'm talking to other parents that they don't have this diagnosis that we have, but I consider the nervous system now so much more readily, not only for my child or other children, and give people that grace, but for myself. Like, I'm like, okay, I am feeling overwhelmed. Okay, this, like, and, and it's cumulative, you know? It doesn't, it's not just, like, that one thing all the time, even though sometimes that's the case. But a lot of times for me, it's everything builds up, and then, it, and then boom, it's like you snap. And I think, okay, let me, like, walk it back. What was, what was I feeling in my body? And then, and then you think, what was my kid feeling in their body? And um, so it's, it's not something that's just, like, this, you know, this concept that has no basis in anything factual, it's scientific. And I think that that's what else is wonderful is when you're trying to break cycles and you're doing something different that maybe your parents did, or maybe what you're doing now, you really can like latch onto those, those, those pieces of, you know, brain science and understand that like what I think you always say, um, it's not won't it's can't, you know, and that's huge because when you have the kid that's trying your every last nerve and you're just like, ah, just do the thing. And it's like, wait a minute, this is behavior and they're trying to tell me something. So it just is really interesting the way it reframes um, how you approach things with your children, with your partner. I mean, everything with just people in general. Like I look at people so, so much more through like a grace lens of like they're doing their best and you know, they're having a hard time and, and you don't know what someone's going through. And I think that applies to our children too and having that respect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think it, 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 it just, I can never say enough good things. I tell anyone who will listen to Catch Your Lives, if that's not enough, it's like, you got to get in the coaching. You got to listen to the podcast. And I just, I've listened to so many and been a part of so many and I still am learning every single time. And so mm -hmm. Um, the second you said you were having like a community thing, I was like, Oh my God, it's amazing. It's here. And I was like, sign me up. I mean, I was, I, you'd think I was like, you know, buying like exclusive tickets to something that was like selling out. I'm like, I have to get in now. Um, cause it just, it means that much to me. It really has transformed myself and my son. And it's, I'm so grateful for it because he's such an out of the box kid that if I hadn't found this, um, I think of some of more trauma that I could have been adding to his plate instead of helping him navigate the world outside by filling his cup internally first. And I think mm -hmm. I would have missed that boat if it wasn't brought to my attention when he was two, you know, mm -hmm. but it's never too late. I'm not saying it's too late for anybody, mm -hmm. but I just think mm -hmm. when I think about the other path, it just is like, wow, that could have been so different. And I'm so grateful that mm -hmm. we cross paths. It really, mm -hmm. it really changed everything for me. So. We're grateful too, Amy. Yeah, I love that sliding doors thing that you mm -hmm. that you talk about and that idea of saying we're not you're not doing this for just for Vaughn. You're also doing it for yourself in a yeah. huge way. And yes. with that sliding doors, how you bring up that you still have challenges. They don't just go away when you start looking at your child and your relationship and showing up differently. 
but it feels different. And I feel like that's something you talk about a lot too, is that like, I'm still, there's still meltdowns, there's still resistance, there's still those things, but you are the one that has changed through a lot of those things mm -hmm. and you can work better with it, but you also just feel better with it all happening mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You stop trying so hard to like cling to these ideals that aren't even your own, especially when your kid doesn't even fit those ideals. And it's like, you're just, you just end up bashing your head up against the wall. It's like, why am I doing this? It's not fun for anybody. I'm driving our connection farther away. And because he's such a bolt of energy, I tell people like, I picture myself as like the pink, um, not ping pong, um, pinball table. <laughs> and that's the bumpers. And he's allowed to pinball all up in there and just be crazy. <laughs> cause he, cause like, there's no stopping it. I mean, there's just none, it's, but you're able to set up the parameters gently and lovingly and supportively that it's not just like this permissive thing, but it's like, no, he's allowed to have a little bit of bounce, but it helps me have the support that I know where we stand. And I know like when it comes to health and safety, that type of stuff, it's like, okay, no, this is more clear to me. Whereas something like, you know, I mean, you should have seen the bed head he walked out the door with this morning. And as a hairstylist, you know, two years ago, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And now I'm just like, I'll, I know, you know, hey, I, want, I noticed. Here's doing a little thing. And did you see it? Yeah, I saw it, Mom. Okay, how are you feeling? You like that? Yeah, I, yeah, I like it. Okay, so you're good. You're, you're going to do that today. Yeah, cool. Do you, man? Looks great. And my husband's looking at me like, should we do the comb? And I'm like, he says he likes it. We're just gonna, and, it, and it's funny because two years ago I was so bothered and now I think I'm like, oh my God, who cares? But it's just, it shows you the evolution and, and it shows you that was me. That wasn't him, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just that. endlessly insightful. So every mm -hmm. single person needs to sign up. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're so excited to see you on the inside of the upbringing collective, Amy. And everyone listening, you get to talk to Amy more if oh. you join. She's going to be all new BFF. Yep. Just but I imagine. love that. <laughs> Stages from denial and not liking something our kids do to acceptance to now you're actually a little tickled by it. Like you're I actually am. enjoying it in a weird <laughs> way. Like that is the, 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 the process and the yeah. progress that we do. You're a little proud now. And, I and am. Well, you know, it's funny is I'm like, well, no wonder it's like him and I are the really, I mean, he's, he's, you know, challenging. So he challenges my husband for sure. But to, he gets me like he gets to me more I would say and the funniest thing about it is in those moments it's like all I can picture in my brain is him turning around and holding up a mirror to me and saying like is it about my hair mom or are you just having a moment where you want to control my life and it's funny because <laughs> I I'm like yes actually that is exactly what this is but it, but it's funny because he's me he is me and I think this is also a weird, I mean, this might sound egotistical, I don't know. It's like a weird chance, like a universe giving me a second chance at like, I don't want to say redemption, but like showing up for him in a way that I realize now would have really benefited me that I'm working through in therapy. And I'm not saying my kid's never going to need therapy because he probably will, as we all do. But I'm looking at like this thing of like, you know, it, it's healing. It's healing to me because I'm going, I could do this and that could squash him and put out his fire. And I, I tell everyone, I'm like, I, like, this is him as an entity. I love his entity. Raising it is really challenging, but I also don't want to change him. I want him to stay like this. 
So how can I change myself to be better equipped and not try to make him conform to this stuff that I'm bringing to the table that really is none of his responsibility. So and then somehow it heals you. So it's like a back to the future thing. Like. Beyond. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Yes. So yeah, I mean, he, he's the catalyst. He's the reason behind all of it. And as much as there's so many nights I go to bed and I'm like, why does everything have to be a thing? Why me? What's going on? And then, but then I can hold that, that grief and that thought right alongside with this is meant for me because look at my growth too. Like I wouldn't come to this healing either or be who I am or make this social change to leave, you know, to have my child maybe grow up to be part of the solution in this country if, if I didn't have him as a kid. So it's, it's this really weird, but it gives you that, um, that bird's eye view. It, it's really helped me just kind of release control. And I'm a huge control freak. So that's saying a lot. <laughs> Join the club. Join yeah. <laughs> the club. Yeah, yeah. A lot of control freaks. Yeah. Goosebumps, though. Goosebumps. Seriously. Oh, thanks, guys. All right. I have to pick up this wild child. Okay, Take him okay. to OT, actually. Get some of the sensory seeking business out um, of his system. But um, yeah, if anyone wants to reach out, um, I mean, obviously, I know they can reach out to you too. But if anyone's like, I need more details. And that woman will tell me everything because she talks so much. Then, then definitely message me um, because okay. I am always an open book. So thank you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But a, a handful of people wrote saying that they really relate to your story. Oh, cool. That makes me so happy. It's one of those things like, I don't know. You just feel like it's got to be for something, right? I mean, it's probably how you felt when you started this community too. It's like, I know that someone else is feeling this. And if I can help not that I mean, not, not that I'm not in it, I'm still in it. But if I can sit alongside someone else that's in it and make them feel less alone, because I felt really alone before. And a lot of times I still do. That is the best thing that could come out of the struggle for me is just to, to be there for someone else. So it's very important to me. So that makes me feel good. And I'm glad that they're listening. So yeah, we're so grateful for you, Amy. Thank yes, you so much. Thank you. I can't wait to just see you like every day and weekly um, for calls. Yeah, it's fine. Totally going to move across country. It's fine. <laughs> if I move in, just mind your business. Just new neighbor. No problem. <laughs> Maybe you can help us with this situation, yeah. too. I know. Well, that was another. I mean, talk about, like, when I found you guys. I'm, oh, and she has red hair, too. Oh, my God. Like, I swear I had this first. I didn't dye this to look like him. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, happy All Wednesday, right. you guys. You, too. You have too. a good rest of the day. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, that was so fun. So fun. So that Seriously, was Amy. My face just like hurts after talking to Amy. Oh, Amy, just soul sister. Seriously, mm -hmm. love her so much. I love that she speaks to that feeling of being alone, which I think a lot of us have as parents. I think parents uh, with more flexible, easygoing kids, they probably all feel it too. But I think that the feeling, yeah. many of us with super sensitive, really anxious kids, really demanding kids, really resistant kids, really sensory seeking like her, kid is mm -hmm. we feel so alone we're always the ones at the park that have the kid running away or screaming or being naked or biting kids or having a big issue in leaving we're always the ones at the birthday party where their kids are wrestling presents out of kids hands i remember amy sharing that story once and being like oh my gosh yes and having big meltdowns at leaving and that it's not their birthday we're always the ones who have play dates and are worried what our kid's gonna do or or, or say or will they share will they be nice will they hurt people 
right? We're always the ones who are still getting the kids to sleep at like 11 o'clock because they need so much wind down time. They need so much connection, right? Yeah, Coaxing totally. them to eat, to stay sitting, right? To not be asking for sugar and yeah. to make a new TV all the time. It's a lot when everything feels yeah. like a battle. It's, it can be really draining. And I love that yeah. she just points that out, that you're not alone. And being in community with us at the Upbringing Collective, just like with small group coaching, is constantly reiterating that. We're not alone in this. I also think that it reframes that that feeling of alone to mm -hmm. not just say, I'm not alone, I'm in community, but also to say, this isn't bad. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but it's not wrong, mm -hmm. right? My child is not wrong. I am not wrong. My child is not bad. I am not bad. Yeah. But the things that, that used to spiral me, you, mm -hmm. Amy, a lot of other folks in our community into just total fear spiral, shame spiral, anxiety spiral. Mm -hmm. We are slowly learning little by little together. We're learning to understand it. We're learning and get curious about it. We're learning to even get to accept it. Mm -hmm. Then we're starting to work with it instead of against it, mm -hmm. right? And then we're even getting to the point with certain things that we can celebrate it. Mm -hmm. And that is a really cool point to be in. And it doesn't happen with like, oh, everything my kid does, I now celebrate. That's not how it works. But little by little, we start building. And that's something I love about Amy and so many members of the community is that they're not just there to be supportive and lend an ear to parents who are really going through it and seeing all of these things and experiencing them as bad and mm -hmm. as wrong. Mm -hmm. But they're also saying, wow, I'm going to start celebrating these things and modeling this reframe that I'm experiencing that feels so good and that is so motivating to be doing the work and showing up and growing up every day with our kids, right? Yeah. I love that this um, upbringing collective, the thing that's different about it from the small group coaching is that you have 24 seven access to our collective. Right. So that means you can pop on your phone, you can pop on your laptop, any, any day, any time. People are there waiting for you. We're there. Mm -hmm. we're, we're coming on a live Q and A. We're in the topic sections for mealtime, bedtime, resistance and transitions, sibling squabbles, um, parenting in the wild, any of those things. To reply to you when you reach out, you can send a voice message, you can send a video, you can type a chat diatribe or what's going post. on. You can post, you can uh, send us a private chat expressing a need or unwinding about something that happened or something you're worried about. And we're all going to be there. That's what something that Amy mentioned too is, gosh, it was just one night a week that we used to do these small group coaching calls. And so, so much would happen during the week and then I have to come and try to unpack a whole week's worth of things in, you know, one, two and a half hour session. Oh my gosh. And then after that month was over, mm -hmm. then you're on your own. Whereas mm -hmm. comparatively, the community keeps going. We just yeah. keep going together, which is why I'm so excited about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. What about our coaching calls? I think for those mm -hmm. fo folks who haven't done one-on-one -on -one coaching with us yet, and who haven't done the small group coaching, what, what could they expect from jumping on a weekly coaching call with us? Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we're gonna be building with the folks in our upbringing community, which is, do we want these topic related? Do we wanna start with, oh, everyone, mealtime challenges, let's bring those to the table, so to speak, first, before we open it up to an open Q&A. Mm -hmm. Do we wanna talk about siblings? This week, it's all sibling stuff, or, or sharing, or friends at the playground, or play dates, or whatever it is. Then we open it up to an open Q&A forum. So I think we're gonna figure out what everyone is wanting and needing based on what's happening in those topics mm -hmm. on the forum. We're also gonna to plan to bring in other folks who are a little bit more specialists in certain areas. Mm -hmm. So around intuitive eating and how to support kids mm -hmm. with 
picky eating, extreme picky eating, right? Those types of things. We talk a lot about the parent-child relationship and how to go about it in a way that's based in connection instead of control, mm -hmm. right? To do those things. But when we want to get a little nerdy about mm -hmm. maybe breathing practices for our self-reg, we're not trained in that. So we're going to bring someone in to talk about that and mm -hmm. give a little lecture about it. Same with the tapping-based sleep stuff. Mm -hmm. Regardless of age, we'll bring a sleep expert in. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to, to see mm -hmm. what our what our upbringing collective is going to ask for mm -hmm. and what they're going to need and what they're going to want us to, to build. Mm -hmm. Like our mm -hmm. book club, I'm excited about that as mm -hmm. well. So every month we're going to be voting and then choose a book that we read together or don't read and just learn from one another mm -hmm. about, catch all the page shares and, and quotes and different things like that. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing about the, the collective that I'm really excited about is that not just members don't just you know tell us and inform us about what they're needing what topics they're wanting to to mm -hmm. get support on but you can also create your own circle in the membership as well mm -hmm. so let's say you really want to get together with folks in the area we're in portland so you could say portland parents mm -hmm. and you can build up your own little subgroup or circle within that mm -hmm. or let's say you have a child who is differently wired you can start a circle of parents of differently wired children mm -hmm. you could start a circle of parents who have experienced complex trauma and her, who are doing this, mm -hmm. um, this parenting work. So we can, we're going to get excited to see these, these smaller circles and groups that form within the greater community so that you can have that general community support and also some really intimate, more um, specific groups. We've well. heard already from yeah. a lot of people in the Upbringing Collective what specific circles they want to create. So mm -hmm. BIPOC parenting, non-binary parents, mm -hmm. single parents, um, you know, sensory seeking kids. There's so many different types. So I'm excited to have those kind of breakout groups mm -hmm. as well so that they can be talking about the normal challenges, the normal upbringing stuff, but through that lens a little bit. Mm -hmm. And in, in that kind of smaller little community within the broader upbringing collective community. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. So this week you can go to our link in bio or check in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast to learn a little bit more about it. $25 a month. This is the founder's rate, which is going to end on Sunday. So it's a limited time, limited time offer, everyone. <laughs> um, I keep being all silly about it, but it's true. But we have to talk money. We have to talk, we gotta stuff. talk about all that it's, stuff. It goes it's against hard. our nature, but it's hard. And I think that, that even just monetizing and organizing around this work that we have been doing now for four years goes against our nature because we just want to be with you guys. We just want to talk about this. We just want to support you. And we've been giving a lot away for free these last four years happily. And I think that the time has come now where we can continue to do that a little bit here and there on Instagram, but move everyone who is really willing to invest a little bit of money and as much time and energy as they're feeling in the moment in this new upbringing collective off of Instagram. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's going to be. And you're going to help us build it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Let us know if you have any questions, reach out in DMs. Amy also said mm -hmm. that uh, she would be available if you had any uh, kind of more member specific community member questions for her. Mm -hmm. She's at growup.ig uh, on Instagram so, yeah. and has a podcast. I mean, this work she's been doing, talk about going to the gym mm -hmm. and really investing um, in not just the way you approach your kids and manage their challenges, but just the personal growth that you're experiencing, right? She, that's led her to start her own podcast, talking about parenting, talking about showing up and growing up alongside your kid. Like, it's mm -hmm. pretty amazing to see that, see that happening. Yeah, I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for all of you tuning in yeah. here. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for thinking about this stuff. 
Thanks for growing up alongside us. Thanks for building skills or just thinking about building skills. Mm -hmm. Thanks for growing that awareness of using powers beyond control with our kids, of asking ourselves those questions, not doubting, but maybe questioning ourselves a little bit. Where's that come from? Where's that expectation from? Does that align with my values? Do I need to say it in that way or communicate it in that way? What's my child needing right now? Hmm. It's a good question to just be asking ourselves more often as we as we wade into some of this work and this practice. Mm -hmm. I think there will be a lot of questions in our, in our upbringing collective. And I think that that's mm -hmm. how answers um, happen is they get sourced from within us mm -hmm. and in community, those answers get, get created, which is pretty cool. So yeah. we're excited to uh, meet you. And I was going to say, I'm so excited to see all the familiar faces. Yeah. Here. Like the dozens of people who've been in one-on-one -on -one and small group coaching with us. We all get to be there together. We all get to see each yeah. other every week. And I'm excited yeah. for the new people who we've never met, who we've maybe just shared some DMs with, or many of you who've popped on these live Q&As with us. Mm -hmm. We're just so excited to learn more about your family, learn more about your struggles, hear about your past, your traumas, mm -hmm. your upbringing, whatever you want to share with us. And support you in any yeah. way we can, right? On that journey. Thanks, everyone. I think we'll be back in a couple days to connect about anything um, you're needing any mm. questions you might have about the upbringing collective which is open for enrollment this week anything that, that you're struggling with with your kids with your family the world there's a lot going on right you're now. not alone yeah i think that was the theme of our call today uh-huh you're, you're not, not alone not alone yeah yeah all right everyone Thanks, everyone see you in a couple days see you soon